Today's scripture comes from Philippians, the third chapter, starting at verse 12. And it reads, Not that I have already obtained this or have already reached the goal, but I press on to make it my own, because Christ Jesus has made me his own. Beloved, I do not consider that I have made it my own, but this one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead, I press on towards the goal for the prize of the heavenly call of God in Christ Jesus. Let those of us who are mature be of that same mind, and if you think differently about anything, as to God will reveal to you. Only let us hold fast to what we have obtained. The word of God for the people of God. God, we surrender all to you in this moment, and we pray that you would speak to our very hearts and minds like never before. Help us, because we need it. In Jesus' name, amen. This particular portion of Scripture uh, seems a little strange in the sense of looking at how we would live out our faith every day. Um, I, I'd like to uh, say that my, my original uh, uh, path is to say, well, you know, Paul was writing to the church at Philippi from jail. He, he was walking out his faith because he was willing to do the thing even as he was being persecuted for the thing. That's a really good lesson, by the way, but that's not necessarily where I'm going today. The thing that, that, that really strikes me about this particular portion of Scripture is this. As Paul is writing to the church at Philippi from jail, he is saying, look, I have not reached perfection in this Christ-like journey that I am on. I have not obtained everything that I'm supposed to yet obtain. But what I want to do is encourage you to continue to strive forward. And you can do that by forgetting those things that are behind you and pressing with all of your might towards the call, the high call of Jesus Christ. What you can do is continue to walk this thing out step by step. The goal that Paul is talking about today is the goal of being perfected, the goal of being Christ-like. It is a goal that we all should share, a goal where we aggressively and energetically with all of our heart, all of our soul, and all of our being chase after God with all that we have in such a way that every day and with every step we begin to be more and more like Him. We should wake up in the morning looking for ways to show the world Christ. We should wake up in the morning looking for ways to be better equipped to serve in our our, our, our places of, uh, of employment, to serve in our schools, to serve in our churches, to serve in our communities, to serve in our villages. It, it should be the, the, the call that propels us forward in this walk of life. Unfortunately, as Paul has highlighted, there are some things that normally keep us from realizing that potential. Paul says to forget those things that are behind us. Can't walk too far. Forget those things that, that are behind us. And, and what he's saying is, look, you can't rely on the resume that you've built to, to, to say, whoo, I've obtained, I don't need to go any further, I can sit down, I've done my job for the rest of my life. 
And in, 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 in chapter two, he says, look, if you want to look at resumes, I am from the tribe of Benjamin. I'm the Hebrew of all Hebrews. In the law, I was the persecutor of those people that didn't believe like us. And I have done all these things that would make all these people think that I am a wonderful guy. But I realized that uh, as much as I thought I was building my resume, I was actually walking in the wrong direction. And so if he would have sat down on his resume, <laughs> where would he be? He also goes forward to say, uh, after getting the revelation of who Christ really was, I planted all of these churches and I spread the gospel everywhere that I can go. But you know something? I'm still not there yet. He says, don't allow the arrogance from your past, the things that you think you've done, to cause you to stop walking. He also says, don't allow the bars of your past, the mistakes that you've made to allow you to disqualify yourself from moving forward. If you really want to look at it, uh, David made a lot of mistakes and God moved him forward. He, he, he committed adultery. He, he murdered some folks. He wasn't in the right place when, when, when he was supposed to be. Uh, Paul uh, persecuted the Christians and killed a number of people. Uh, we have uh, stories of prophets that married harlots. We have all of these characters that we celebrate in our Bible that have made mistakes that God still used. And so don't disqualify yourself. And I would argue that when the enemy comes to you to disqualify you, you remember those things hey, that you've learned. You remember the fact that, that God uh, uh, said that if you, are, uh, if you will confess your sins, he is faithful and just to forgive your sins. You remember that no matter how big the issue is, that, that death nor life nor principalities nor things above or beneath is big enough to separate you from the love of God. You remember those three Hebrew boys that were tossed in the furnace and how God removed them from that fiery furnace and realized that there's nothing too hot in your life that God can't remove move you from, you remember that in the midst of the enemy trying to convince you to disqualify yourself, you still have all of your purpose ahead of you. And if you would just keep walking, I believe that you would realize it. The scripture says the mature should think this way. And I would say this, the reality that most of us, or hopefully all of us realize is that we are not perfect. Amen. I love it when y'all talk back to me. That we are not perfect. And quite honestly, we may not reach, we will not reach perfection on this side. But the mature of us realize that though we are not perfect, our God is. Amen. That our God is perfect in all areas and in all situations. Exactly what we need, our God already has. And so in our imperfect state, if we would continue to walk and not allow the enemy to cloud our vision, not allow the enemy to, to cause us to disqualify ourselves, not allow our circumstances, not allow our, our, our weights, not allow our superfluities of thought to, to move us out of position, if we would just keep walking, what we will come to realize is that even though my strength is imperfect, God's strength is perfect. And so as I walk through this journey called life, I have perfect strength on my side. What would you realize is though uh, uh, things may be going on around you, you can rest in God's perfect peace. 
in your imperfect steps. You can rest in God's perfect joy. In those places where you feel alone, you can rest in God's perfect comfort. And it's God's perfect love that will take us across the finish line to our heavenly home. You see, the mature know that though we are imperfect, we serve a perfect God. Amen. And so in spite of all the things that we See, in spite of those, 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 those past failures, in spite of those past hurts, in spite of all of those resume building things, we know that every step that we take is ordained by the Spirit of God. We know that if we keep walking, that even though the weapons are formed, they won't prosper against us. We know that as we continue to, to run this race, that we don't run it in vain because God has promised uh, promises on our lives, we know that every step that we take allows us to take over territory that God has already ordained to be ours. We know that if we continue to walk out the path that God has ordained for us, that there is nothing, there is nobody, there is no, no thing that can stop us because God is on our side. So as we walk out the principles of God, as we apply His perfect love, His perfect peace, His perfect grace, His perfect forgiveness to our lives, as we grow stronger in the Word, as we grow stronger in our prayer life, as we grow stronger in relationship with the God of our salvation, what we find is the walk that we take, though it may lead us to imprisonment, if the walk that we take, though it may lead us to persecution, the walk that we take, though it may not be popular, the walk that we take, though it may be on a narrow path, the walk that we take is purposeful, it is powerful, it is provisioned, it is ordained, it is required, and it is the thing that takes us to the place that God has for us. In Sunday school this morning, I talked with uh, our youth, and I, I, I began to talk to them about a story. It's familiar, I think. It's the tortoise and the hare. Anybody ever heard of that one? For those that didn't raise your hand, I don't know if you may be embarrassed that, that, you, that and you didn't want to raise your hand in church, but just in case you haven't heard it, it is about a rabbit and a turtle in a race. The rabbit knows that he's faster, right? The rabbit knows that he's equipped to run. The rabbit knows that, 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 that this should just be easy peasy lemon squeezy, as my youngest would say. The rabbit knows that there is nothing that should keep them from winning the race. Now the tortoise no doubtedly understands that he's slow. Uh, the, the tortoise, even though he may have won the Turtle Olympics of the year 1984 with his peers, knows that he may be the fastest tortoise in the area, but he's not necessarily the fastest animal on the planet. But he enters this race. Or she enters the race. The tortoise enters the race. And we can talk about the naps that the rabbit took. We can talk about uh, the things that were said. We can talk about all of these different things. But... The, the thing that I love about this story as it relates to the scripture is it parallels so well. The rabbit, or the, 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 the rabbit was, uh, uh, bound by the bars of its past. It was arrogant based on its resume. It, it ran past all of the imperfections because it knew that it knew that it knew that in its flesh it was good enough. The tortoise 
was bound by purpose and said, I'm not going to lose. I'm not going to lose. I'm not going to lose. His friend says, you've already lost. He says, I'm not going to lose. I'm not going to lose. I'm not going to lose. And the reality of it is there's only one reason the tortoise won. Can you guess what it is? Nobody wants to answer. He just kept going. There's only one reason that the hare lost. Can you guess what that is? He just stopped moving. And so the reality of it is the key to winning the race, the key to moving forward, the key to getting to this place of perfection is not to be the fastest, is not to be the strongest, is not to be the most knowledgeable, but step by step it is to continue to strive towards the call of God on your life. It is to continue to move forward when everybody else stops. It is to continue to push forward when people say you can. It is to continue to take those steps when you are tired and when you are weary and when you feel beat up. It is to continue to walk as though you have already won even when you feel like you are disqualified. It is to continue to trust in your training manual, to trust in your uh, your coach who prayerfully is God, to, to trust in all of those experiences that you've already walked in. It is to begin to realize that every step that you take is purposeful. Every step that you take gets you closer. Every step that you take, you never take alone. People of God, you ask me, how do you walk out your faith in the world? How do you walk out your faith every day? How do you walk out your faith? And I say, you just keep walking. Don't give up. Don't disqualify yourself. Don't be talked out of your purpose. Don't be be degraded by others and begin to believe the things that they say. Just keep walking. When it doesn't seem like it's going to work, keep walking. When it's hard, keep walking. When, When the world seems to be against you, just keep walking. And I pray that as you walk, that the Lord would give you peace, that the Lord would give you strength. That the Lord would give you a comfort that nobody would understand as you keep walking. That the Lord will unveil uh, pieces that you have missed as you keep walking. That things would unfold around you that you never imagined. I pray that as you keep walking, that, that the beauty of God who would shine around you and change your perspective and your vision. People of God, just keep walking. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Oh, man.